Hey everyone, welcome to Snideful episode 93. We're back from a little bit of a hiatus, taking some time off, taking care of bidness. In this episode, we're getting back in with uh, the Dawn story. We're catching up with um, her progress to find monkey paws. Uh, we're also checking in with what happened to Tucker and Todd after they got kidnapped in the last episode. I'm uh, going to see how their story develops. And then uh, point Dawn is going to go to hell and run someone from her past. But I'm going to leave it vague so that you listen and figure it out. Right, right. Yeah, that's all in this episode of Snideful inside the writer's room. So I hope you enjoy, everybody. Enjoy. I'm because we've done some stuff with uh, under cities before. Is are they using leftover infrastructure from some other thing that had a whole bunch of like tunnels and networks under the city, or did they is all purpose like bespoke? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was built for purpose. But now that you mention it, I do kind of like the idea that the the uh, the main headquarters itself, the place that the trams lead to was actually already there and they've just kind of taken it over. I like recycling and we've are you're right we do have under cities and and stuff like that cuz that's what hell is mostly composed of. Right. So could they maybe have when maybe the first uh taint uh operating branch whenever it originally started first started operating out of this um like recovered is it is it a hell under city? Is it a hell location? I don't think that that's where people would be taken, but we did we did uh, we did have them build an outpost in hell, so that was fun. Oh right, they had an outpost in hell. Okay, and it's probably got a tram connected to this place. I'm just trying. I was trying to do a work on Grand Central Hell Station. Grand Central Hell Station. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's where Dawn should show up later when she visits hell. <laughs> okay, that sounds I. There, that's definitely got some money in it. That's going somewhere. <laughs> that's like Fieri and Brimstein. It's it's mm, it's good. Central station. Everybody stops and kind of like rolls their tongue and like that's awkward to say. Yeah, everybody has to say yeah. That central. Oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, this is hell. <laughs> Nobody said it was going to be easy, but where where Tucker and Totter on in transit to? Happens to be the headquarters that uh, Captain Lillian Buttersworth is in charge of. Her outpost. Yeah, I think I think Very every command. single one of their their because uh, they've got HQs dotted all over the place, and I think every one of them has a captain, and she would be the captain in charge of our local region. So Raloff was trying to cross a border check, correct? Uh, yeah, that I, was think part of that I think speech. that's where everybody got caught is crossing the border. They all got ambushed in the same place, I think. So is it actually is it actually Ralph on our on our cart? And it's the same. He's been caught for the same crimes, just in a different context. Oh, that's interesting. Like because because would... there's a border crossing. If you're crossing, you know, dimensional borders, that's definitely within Taint's purview. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Illegal border crossing would definitely be one of their things. Okay, I'm into that. Oh, right. And on our cart, Sergeant Pricks. It's pre... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Your name tag says Pricks. 
as like sort of like the the security guard on the ride along or whatever. Yeah, he's part of the escort. There, I'm I'm gonna say that there are in fact two carts. Oh, open, open topped. One cart is perps, and the cart in front of it is guards. And Sergeant Pricks is with the guards. I was gonna say, is Raloff actually like an NPC? He's just going through his script, and like he he can't interact with us. We think he's talking to us at first, but then he just keeps going. Oh, I like that. That's so much better because like we shift to his side, and his eyes don't track us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we we try to talk to him, and he just repeats the same thing. He uh. Like the like some of the characters in the movie Jumanji. Yeah. And we're yeah. like, whoa, this guy's all loopy. Yeah, he just repeats himself. <laughs> if we don't get out of the if we don't get out of the tram, he, he starts repeating his lines. You guys better take a look at this. I don't think he's well. OK, so where does that where do we get do the escape or stay in custody? Yeah, I I have a couple of ideas for that. But first, we have to actually reach the the headquarters. I think we get black bagged again as soon as our as soon as we start getting out of the cart. Unnecessary, but for dramatic purposes so that we can have our the black bags taken off of us inside of an interrogation room. Yeah. Saves on set design. Now, in in the because I mean, naturally, we're going to be interrogated. Do we get to see like a series of tests? Do we get to actually wind up stuck in a lab with a bunch of scientists in lab coats and they're doing like weird tests on us? Seeing how many how many waffles we can eat before we get sick. Oh, that's interesting. And I actually like making a joke out of that since we were or at least Todd Todd was an experiment. I feel like Tucker would have been observed at one point. Like I like the idea of them trying oh, to like we, we we break all the experiments because we're just immune to them or whatever. Yeah, because because Tucker and Todd seem to run on like cartoon physics and stuff. Yeah. So. And and the other stuff in the world doesn't. And I, I think there's an opportunity here for us to to test all kinds of the boys design limitations. That would actually be sort of interesting. They're monitoring their they're like dumping. They're force feeding us waffles and they're doing x-rays and the waffles never show up in our stomachs. We are just like these wormholes. <laughs> they just seem to just <laughs> to the waffle dimension. Down our throats. <laughs> 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 it's like it's like that scene where uh, Homer goes to hell and they're giving him the donuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no splash. Yeah, I, I, what's happening? <laughs> they they test us for elasticity. They put one of us in a stretcher. Not not a not a stretcher you use to carry someone who's been injured, but actually something that that stretch Armstrongs us. I mean that might <laughs> <laughs> that might be a nice way to start dropping little breadcrumbs for getting around to the fact that we are sort of supernatural and of the outside. Yeah, I don't know what they are, but they're definitely in the right place, sir. <laughs> <laughs> they belong here. Yeah. Here, your family. Yeah, we there. There we are in like the, the lab section and then behind a, a single sided window, you know, one of those. We've got lab technicians and, and scientists watching all of us and then sergeant pricks is in there there's like report and they're they're like their their results are off the charts we have no idea what these kids are but they're definitely in the right place they're they're anomalous all the all their readings all their all the scans everything did you know they have maple syrup for blood <laughs> it's delicious that's interesting. I like that as a thing, just as a like at one point we save each other by slitting our wrists open or something like that. 
Drink my blood, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Stay <laughs> with me. <laughs> Tucker starts getting waterboarded. <laughs> um, I was th- so uh, Pricks receives the report and then does some sort of um oh, yeah. interesting, very interesting transition to the, whatever the next scene is. I should move oh. that. I should pass that on to X Y Z or something. Yes, it's time. It take the report to uh, Buttersworth, of course. Uh, I think I think these technicians are going to have to invent some new tests because of us. Is that on your usual testing schedule? No, we made it up, but it worked. Oh, the tests that they have been doing are new ones made up, or they're like none of these tests are working. We're going to have to prolong this. And yeah, I I think I think they exhaust their usual battery of tests and get only weird results. So they start inventing new tests to to really see what makes us tick. Did you know this one isn't doesn't have whiskers? What appear to be beard hairs are actually just like sharp spikes. Mm, yeah, it has evolved. Yeah, like, and and this is an opportunity to show like little blood test results and stuff. And Tucker's actual race can say possum adjacent. I'm trying to think of how I'm like you know I'm trying to think of uh like a uh, house or CSI they would do the like the extreme zoom in. Zoom oh, all the yeah. way inside a thing, and so I'm trying to think of how see, to zoom. So you can see blood vessels and and nerves. Yeah, and I'm trying to think of how to do a joke of instead of a double helix of DNA inside a droplet of maple syrup, it's like a what what, what would <laughs> it's it be? A instead Twizzler of, of licorice. It's a, yeah, it's a, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like candy-based life forms or something. Yeah. <laughs> you go uh, sour soothers. <laughs> uh, you zoom in far enough blood vessels it's actually pac-man bump, bump, bump. yeah that's funny yeah the, there's just you need to see this <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah somewhere in there i want i want uh microorganisms playing funky town oh yeah they do they, they do the microscope shot of the little organisms swimming around in their little funky fun goofy organisms yep funky that's town funny. Um, oh, another tiny aside is, you know that uh, dancing Gandalf, the nodding Gandalf? Yeah. Little piece of sax music. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Um, one of the enchants, one of the random enchants that you can put on your gear in Ascension is called, I think it's called Jazz Hands or Play Some Jazz or just Jazz with an expl- exclamation point. And uh, whenever you get a crit, it plays a little audio effect for the whole party of da <laughs> 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 That's why I love it so much. That's, I mean, it's, it's so it's, stupid, but it's fun. It's fun feedback. Yeah. Uh, I wish more more games allowed you to sub in your own sounds for things. Just make yeah, make goofy fun. I would I would spend more time customizing that shit than I would play in the game. Well, that, that's what we that's what we did back in the day when I, when I first started doing the reason that I first downloaded a private server was so I don't know if you did you ever download like in 2006, like literally back in the day, like custom spell packs that people would make for for the different uh, spells in World of Warcraft, like genuine like uh, what, I don't know what they call that, like client changes. They were edits which would get picked up by cheat uh, bot or whatever anti cheat stuff. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So you I have to do a private to play with. And I would do custom sounds and custom spell effects. And the custom spell effects looked bad because everybody was a shitty 3D artist back then. But the custom sounds were cool. <laughs> I mean, I would do everything up to be kind of 
eight or sixteen bit because that's still peak. Oh yeah, peak exactly. Performance, man. Sixteen bit explosion noises. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we're we're right. Oh, we're still super sauce. Yeah, we're. I think. I think. Yeah, they're. They're zooming in on us and and looking at all of our internal stuff. And uh, eventually something inside of us looks back and somebody backs away from the microscope. Like, <laughs> it's the Bilbo moment. Yeah. And then and then I guess that's when the report should get sent into Buttersworth, because I was I was thinking that something some important discussion has to be broken off by the sound of an alarm. Mm. What alarm? Dad would not let them take us and then lead, let it go. Dad's is that the freed? What is this saying? Freed Jay and Fargo agents. <clears throat> dad's breaking us out. I was thinking that Dad Dad would actually have a plan with one of Jay's personas. Might be straight agent this time. Oh, but I th- right. I think I think I think Dad should show up in the uh, the Ironmonger suit. Is she is is is. Because of the, because she got deputized by the Fargo agents. Does does that mean she's technically works for Taint right now? No, they no. Uh, they deputized her into like local law enforcement. Okay, okay, okay. And and that was when she was straight deputy. She even had a right. Hat for it. Okay, and then she got upgraded beyond that. So now she's kind of she's effective detective. She's like super. Oh right, I remember. Yeah, I, oh I forgot. Yeah, for effective detective. Yeah, she's kind of a super cop now. But I think we could have like a, a straight agent or a straight spy or somebody. But I think I think Dad should show up in the in the Ironmonger suit. And when questioned, he says he he borrowed it from someone. If you recall, Jeff Bridges used to fly around in that. Would it be funny? I was just because you start when you said that to do uh, straight. What was the word? The straight spy. Um, I was trying to think of. I thought of straight contortionist, which is just a, a goofy joke. Um, <laughs> but it made me think of the little Chinese guy from Ocean's Eleven. And it, would it be funny to have straights eight? <laughs> Interesting. Break in. I don't know. That's 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 probably over. We don't need eight characters to break Tucker and Todd out of. No, we space. need a distraction and an infiltration team. Oh. Now Ken and Ted are there. I don't think they would. Uh, actively participate in breaking us out, but I think they would, you know, leave a couple of doors unlocked. Or would the infiltration team take advantage of the fact that they wouldn't uh, partake in the breakout and use them as a distraction? Come in and use their their plaintiff uh, protests as a way to cause a ruckus, and then while everybody's examining that fracas, they uh, break the boys out. Because that's that's why I was thinking about dad in the Ironmonger suit is he would just be making a lot of noise and drawing everybody to him. And then somebody oh, in somebody in the room with Tucker and Todd pulls off their face and it's Jay. Rather than Ironmonger suit, then would it be more fun to use some sort of weird uh, some of his stuff from his curio shop? He has a bunch of bizarre contraptions. He walks oh. in, he's doing the hurdy gurdy man thing where he's right. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually an excellent idea because we wanted to start showcasing some of his super cool weird doodads yeah and he comes in and he, he sets shows up with a, a hurdy gurdy just starts hurdy <laughs> gurdy a little monkey <laughs> uh, everybody it makes them dance yeah oh that's interesting it's the hurdy gurdy that caused the dancing madness is that what it was called oh that means it's one of dawn's 
Right. Oh, yeah. This is, these all things are all connected. Yeah. It wouldn't be the only thing of hers that dad's got in his curiosity shop. But yes, it caused the no. dancing madness. So so any any of these agents that get that wind up going over to see what's going on, wind up in voluntary breaking into dance, which only draws more attention, which only draws more attention. And then I suppose our, uh, our, that res- could be the joke our real for... rescuer needs to unveil themselves. I was thinking, Jay, was but that is this... pretty fast. Sorry. This could be a space for that's where uh, the Fargo agents are either like, oh, wow, a party and they start getting into it or they're like, hey, that's none of this goofy business. This is a place of this is a place of business. And you're dancing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, <laughs> I didn't even know. <laughs> I think they protest, but they wind up dancing anyway. <clears throat> but Ken, you're dancing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Now, last time, Jay was on vacation. She was actually at a a sunny beach type place, tropical island or somewhere. Tahiti, doesn't matter. She was FaceTiming us on on an iPad when we were in the curiosity shop when Taint came and got us. Okay. So she saw us get abducted, but she was far away. We like doing almost instantaneous uh, travel with, with characters when it's convenient. Yeah. Does she have any reliable means of making it that far that fast? The first thing that popped into my head was a gigantic fireman's pole. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. You know what? (laughs) Dad's curiosity shop has one. I mean, why not? He I actually I'll bet you he has a portable hole and it's just like a it's like a portal to just about anywhere. But it only works so long as it's got the fireman's pole in it. It's called it's called the boring machine. Oh, interesting. It just bores through to wherever. But it doesn't actually because I think I'm playing off because Elon Musk company, the boring company, I believe they call their thing the boring machine or whatever. And it is a tunnel digger. But this is called the boring machine because it's genuinely boring. It's uh, plain and bland, uh, but it behaves as a as a wormhole through it. Just, it bores through time and space. I don't know. Let's take um, a moment. Design a boring and bland thing that does that. <laughs> Something I that think is I think a portable hole is too too cool to qualify now. So it'll have to be Well, that's the the portable just the portable hole is that also very similar to the uh magic flight? Or... Yeah, it would be. Oh, do we does she just have the magic flight? <laughs> I think dad might. It's in the shop. It can be borrowed. He might have to use it to go pick her up and then mm. while while traveling back, you know, come up with a plan. Jay says, I, I know some people in that organization. I'll make a quick call. Ken and Ted say, we can't we can't do anything to help, but we can forget to lock some doors. Or wait, does, does is Jay in possession of like a cool? Oh, no, the cool, the cool talking car. That's the agents. Never mind. Yes, the car, the car knows her, but <coughs> it's in their custody. Yeah. Uh, so what is, uh, we get? We get a. We get a very is, funny is, breakouts. Scene. Is the so is the breakout like a really important thing? Like, is it an important? There's a whole bunch of this episode to move on to, Stella. That I feel like I I think I think we can actually resolve it fairly quickly and then move on. Okay. I uh, we've got the dancing. We've got the dancing madness. So everybody's preoccupied. We've got a whole bunch of unlocked doors between us and the exit. We've got our rescuer pulling off her mask and being like, aha, it was me this whole time. You 
you thought I'd pull this off and be Tom Cruise, but uh-uh. Because I'm thinking those those masks that they love using in Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. And then we just get escorted out of the building and Dad follows after us. Everybody's still dancing for a little while. Maybe the monkey gets left with the hurdy-gurdy and it keeps playing. The mon- Yeah, the monkey keeps playing the hurdy-gurdy. Yeah, here, you you do this. And that means, <laughs> it looks, that it looks means concerned Dad, and sad as we leave, as yeah. we ab- abandon it. And And now we've lost the monkey and the hurdy-gurdy. Monkey comes back several seasons later for revenge. Cool revenge plot. <laughs> now Taint has an anomalous hurdy-gurdy to investigate, so at least they've got... They didn't get out of this with nothing. But we we all escape. We, uh, we take a really quick tram ride or something. Or I guess we have the magic flight. We just use that and get the hell out of there. We thought it was lost, but Dad has his ways. Okay, but so all that happened because we were suggesting putting that scene at the end of the last episode, and then I said, wouldn't it be cooler to start with a tram thing? But then so all that happens, and then we they have nothing to do with the rest of the episode, or are they involved in either of these two bits that come next? I hmm, that's an interesting question. Now, I want Tucker and Todd and Dad to be involved in more, and, and necessarily they will, because Dad has one of the monkey paws in his curiosity shop. Right. But Don's next steps involve visiting Jackie and then visiting. Oh, Hell. do we just do? Do we want to do this just as a transition then as whatever vehicle we are zooming away from captivity in? It passes another vehicle on the freeway, and that's the one that Don is in. The camera just like, oh, <laughs> I like that. That's good. Swap onto it. I think we've done that once before, similarly, but yeah, yeah, uh, that's an opportunity for a little bit of a fun kind of camera maneuver where it like it almost gets caught on yeah. the passing vehicle, <laughs> jerk, and then it gets pulled back away. Yeah, a it. little bit of a, a elastic. Hey, so so Tucker and Todd get away, and now now the the focus is on. Dawn, her her two thug guardians, and they're pulling up along the highway towards Jackie's place. Now, all the other witches knew that Dawn was coming. Yeah, they, they knew where she'd be and they knew she'd be there. Did we so say I, that it was there? Was there a prophecy for that? Was there a reason that they knew they'd been I think, waiting? I think they just kind of detected it on the the magic, the magic <laughs> grapevine. Yeah, they, they felt a disturbance in the force. A thousand chimps were crying out at once and then silenced. <laughs> but we're questioning whether Jackie was aware of their arrival. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking that uh, just because Jackie's not a part of the coven anymore doesn't mean she doesn't have her finger on the pulse. I think since she's grown up, she would be savvy. I think she knows Don is coming. I think she's going to come out the front door expecting her to show up. With like a tray with snacks and a drink or something like that. Interesting. Yeah, why not? Tea and biscuits. Because, yeah, she would definitely, I don't know. Yeah, I wasn't sure if she was like necessarily anticipating the specific arrival at that moment, but definitely expecting that she would return at some point. Yeah, I whatever whatever means that the coven was able to detect Dawn by, I think yeah. Jackie has access to it. And I think she wouldn't have the emotional maturity to refuse to help um, Dawn if she wasn't kind of expecting her to show up at some point. Yeah. And, and it also, I, uh, Jackie has a monkey's paw. Right. So it's reasonable to assume that Jackie knows what it is, mm-hmm. what it what it does, and, and what it means that Dawn doesn't have it and she does. That means that Dawn is not at full power 
and it means that Jackie can, you know, be prepared. Yeah, has it um, sufficiently secret and safe in some way. Yeah, and, and you know, laid magical warding and, and traps and stuff so that if she tells Don to go away and Don says no, she can make her. Right. This this is Jackie's turf. Jack, It's well prepared, which would be why Jackie's confident enough to come out with tea and biscuits. Come on in. I can't remember. Have we made Jackie Southern? I can't remember what she's like. Yeah, I, I don't know why I did that voice. <laughs> because I, as I said, I see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was watching a video of uh, British high school kids uh, trying American foods for the first time. And one of them, they were having uh, gra- biscuits and gravy. Because obviously biscuits are not the same thing in the UK. Oh, yeah. Um, and so they were wrapping their brains around it and then they gave them iced tea as well. And they're all trying it. And most of them said, I think I like this better, but they're like, don't tell my parents. (laughs) It was pretty pretty adorable. This is wrong. I think I like this better. It's because of how much sugar they put in it. Yep. Yep. More than Coke. It's shocking how much sugar is in everything. And there's, there's a lot of sugar in Tucker and Todd, apparently. Yeah. They're made of it. Um, so Jackie. Yeah, Jackie's, I think, well prepared. This place probably has all kinds of warding and stuff in it that that makes Dawn's powers not work, probably. Um, I don't know. For whatever reason, I'm starting to imagine Jackie looks like Robin Wright. Robin Wright Penn. Oh, yeah, why not? And I'm sort of imagining that she comes out. She comes out friendly, but as you're as you're talking about her, her tone can very quickly cool as she is doing that. You know, like the, the point is like, you think you've got your sniper sights on me, but I've got sniper sights on all of you kind of uh, confrontation. Yeah. Starts really comfortable. But then, oh, she's always cool. Yeah. But but Don, does it Don a certain point. To, yes. Calls out the fact that she has defenses. Yeah. Uh, if if Don tries to intimidate her, Jackie will counter with like, I I've had sights on you since before you pulled up and then, makes makes sort of an overt promise of uh, it will not go good if you don't behave. Don has to like swallow back her ferocity, go put on the on the sweet uh, performance as well. Oh, I like that. She she tries faux niceness. Yeah, she, you got to reciprocate. You got to reciprocate to get through the 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 ritual of building rapport. And it still doesn't work. Jackie will no. not give this thing up. She will not be appeased. I like her as Robin Wright. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna focus my mind around that now. Very much not what you expect when you hear witch doctor. No. Perfect. Okay, so she she welcomes Dawn and the thugs with tea and biscuits. The thugs are probably very confused by this. I yeah, I think Dawn will be at first friendly and familial. Oh, the thugs showed up like uh, in uh, Better Call Saul when Mike meets with the the guy that does the voice of Trevor when they meet up in that uh, park, the car park, and the one wild guy. He's he's all excited <laughs> about how many guns he brought. Yeah, I love that scene. <laughs> that's like that's one of the that's one of my the better TV scenes ever. Yeah, especially for establishing you know Mike's character. Yeah, no nonsense. Doesn't bring a gun if he doesn't have to. But the, 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 the thugs that Don brought are all kind of like gung-ho, overzealous idiot thugs. Yeah, and um, in, the, in the previous episode, Don, Don did the vulgar display of power thing. Yeah. So now they're 
this lady is the real deal kind of thing. Yeah, that's what they're programmed with now. Yeah, they're uh, they're the converted. So so they are gung ho. If 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 Don asks for something and Jackie says no, they will go into attack mode. And and exactly what Mike did is probably what's going to happen to them. Oh, she just casually. Um, what's the word? Disarms them. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, kind of a bit of a nod to Avengers. One of them pulls a gun and it shoots bubbles. Yeah. Yeah. She just kind of casually blows them back into the other guy's face and uh, knocks him out. Oh, I like that. She blows the bubbles back and then they explode into giant, like, <laughs> goo- gooey, gooey, starbursty star explosions. Yeah. And they just out. take him the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she probably only has to do that once. And then the other guy, like, drops his gun. And I, I don't know. I guess it crawls away, crawls up his pant leg, bites him. I don't know. It hops, so it's a little cute little bunny. <laughs> oh, I like that. Gun turns into a bunny. And and throughout that, I think Jackie will be super cool and she'll be like, more tea. Yeah. Just totally unflappable. A gunny rabbit. Sorry, I had to get it out of my head. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's now going in the bestiary. <laughs> yeah. Gunny hey, rabbit. Yep. I think later Tucker and Todd need to see it and then they write it into a story and now it's actually a species. A little pistol hammer pistol hammer ears. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> That was good. So Dawn eventually decides now that her, her thugs have uh played their hands, she she decides to ask nicely again is refused she decides to be intimidating it gets her nowhere that's when she's going to try to turn on the mojo try to make magic happen oh are the before we before we get to that part whatever she did she's going to retaliate and is going to cause her she's going to give up and leave um are the thugs so uh entertained and enamored with jackie's way of doing things that they they're just like you go we'll stay here <laughs> as she leaves she did oh, they, they, they just stay behind with jackie the guy gets start the guy who got starbursted wakes up and he's like this this lady's great <laughs> this place oh, rules <laughs> yeah maybe he's been you know charmed magic right yeah this because this is this is jackie's place this whole place has got like you know ley lines and stuff Witches choose where they they build their their houses and stuff with great care. Yeah. So and she's got it all funneled into her. So she's probably in relatively total control of the entire environment. So she has what what Dawn usually has anywhere else. She's amplified. Yeah. And also Dawn is inhibited. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Jackie probably has the power to just like passively charm these guys i like that I and mean, then they can even at some point make some reference to like how charming jackie is and don's just like <laughs> oh yeah just flat out say it she's so charming <laughs> it's like she put a spell on me would never more tea so now uh don don has been refused she's lost her muscle her thugs they're not they're not backing her up now so it's time to try and turn on the magic uh, sparks and dust and that's it 
Mm. Oh, she like she grabs she she's like now witness the power of my and she picks up the gunny rabbit and like holds it aloft, thinking that she's gonna do something crazy with it, but then nothing. Happens. It bites her. <laughs> you ever you ever heard of hammer bite? That's a real thing. Yeah, I have. That's what it does. Gives her a hammer bite. Not supposed to be able to do that. She's like, all right, that didn't work. How about this? Uh, you know, she's gonna try and force lightning. It's just like little sparkles. Ah, that'd be that'd be great if I wanted to light a cigarette. Oh, that's uh, Jackie pulls out a cigarette. Thanks, doll. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> or like maybe a, a long stemmed witchy pipe kind of. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Something, something appropriate. That's what just a giant blunt. <laughs> She's a witch doctor. Yeah, why yeah. not? <laughs> it's it's medicinal. Right. Yeah, she explains. Oh, yeah, of course. So there's dog. And she's just trying to focus her, her, and it's just, it's just like making some sparks. Her just right out of her fingertips. So somebody lights the blunt on it. Like thanks, <laughs> it's medicinal. And so I guess this is time for for Dawn to go shoulder slump and then try and have a tantrum because a lot of her power is kind of based around emotional outbursts. Oh, like and it turns into like a human moment of like, you're supposed to be my friend. Oh, interesting. You're supposed to do what I say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not anymore. That was a very long time ago, Don. Yeah. Time for one of one of those. A brief speech. Don says, give me back my paw. <laughs> I know it's here. I know you have it. Give it back. That's all I want. I will leave you alone. If you'll just give it to me. But Jackie refuses. She can't be. She won't budge. Oh, look, we're all out of tea. I think that means you should leave. Well, there's plenty to pour it out. <laughs> does she pour it out or does it magically do it all? Uh... Oh, yeah. It, it empties itself with like a yeah. drinking noise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, we're all out of tea. I guess it's time. That means it's time for you to leave. I'll be back. You know. Don Don is Don's uh, kind of childish and impulsive, but she's not stupid. So she probably realizes that the card that, you know, the deck is stacked against her in this instance. As as she's saying, it's time for you to leave is, is all of the, the party decoration. It's not party, but like the set dressing, it's all getting cleaned up. Oh. Everything's being sparsed. Yeah. Whatever room she's in is now no longer very welcoming. It's just <laughs> empty. The biscuits all eat themselves. <laughs> yeah. Crunch, crunch. <laughs> Yeah, just like invisible mouth bite them. Yeah. Um, 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 crumbs disappear. Yes, I like I like that. Pillows unfluff themselves. Curtains draw themselves closed. The, the, the candles the over there blow themselves out. I was gonna say the thugs like get swept into a closet. <laughs> oh, they uh, they actually get rolled up in a rug and then tossed in the closet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the whole time exclaiming "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well they get a couple of blunts too yeah it's really not so bad around here so dawn dawn is now leaving without her thugs she's uh i don't know if she'll even bother to take their car she'll probably leave it she can fly and shit right so she's like whatever i've got i've got other offers because she's she knows where the locations of other monkey paws are and if she can get her hands on them she can come back and overpower jackie Hmm, does she make a threat? She's like, fine, I'll come back and do this the hard way. Yeah. Or is or is it just like a fine? Yeah, I've got options. Fine. 
I'll go. And then I'll come back. I'll be back. And this will be more annoying. (laughs) (laughs) And this will be even more annoying. (laughs) I like that. Channeling a bit of inner Tucker. (laughs) I'll be back and even more annoying than last time. (laughs) And I'll make this noise, you know. Yeah, of course. Leaves, slams the door, walks outside, sits down on the deck and sulks. That didn't work. I really thought that would work. Yeah. Well, shoot. Hmm. Okay. How do we? How do we go from this to elevator? Well, we uh we have established that they're just about all over the place. Mm-hmm. And she she has kind of like a, a let's say a psychic homing beacon to the monkey paws. So she she will be able to find a elevator nearby, but she's gonna have to leave Jackie's place. And if you like, we can linger at Jackie's place just for a moment so that the the thugs maybe they get a a final word in they're wrapped up together in a rug in a closet oh uh sorry i was daydreaming trying to think of what happens next and i was thinking of uh she goes and she sits on the the stoop and she sulks for a moment and as she's kind of like ranting bitterly to herself with whatever nonsense she's muttering um her head either suddenly shoots up and she notices something just kind of like uh in her periphery or her head shoots up and she suddenly like ru- as if though she remembers something which she rushes over to and it's like a knot in a tree or it's like a buried like it's a buried treasure that they hid way back when which is which is a memento which uh has something to do with the location of the next elevator interesting something something and and she which can kind of be like so that there can be a bit of a ha huh, since you didn't help me directly in some way our relationship is going to help me because the thing that we buried here centuries ago is now going to be a key that opens up a elevator oh. or you know what i'm saying a gift that dawn gave to jackie eons mm-hmm. ago mhm some some kind of uh yeah like a a dowsing rod of some kind or even even more of a an obvious nod is some kind of device that shows you the direction to go in for what you want oh yeah a, a nod to jack's compass. compass yeah but but some some kind of gift that she gave jackie it's it's out there yeah maybe it's in a tree buried inside of the tree Underneath, uh, you know, like a, a scratched on Mark, Don and Jackie forever, buddies. Um, is there any way, is there any, there's no way that this ties into the World Tree Acorn thing that we were planting. Uh, it like can a, be, uh, it can be like a thematic parallel. Yeah, okay. Because, because maybe, maybe Don is going to like, she's currently very frustrated and upset. So I think maybe she's going to un- be unnecessarily brutal to this tree. And then look at it with like a mournful kind of look of regret after it's all over and she's vented all of her aggression. Oh, that's interesting. If that if that's the actual way that rather than remembering, she stomps outside and is having a tantrum, notices a a tree with their little monogram in it or whatever, burns it or something. Oh, I guess she her her powers are limited. (laughs) Yeah, I think I think maybe it's far enough outside of the the house that that she can at least pull out enough juice to like melt this tree 
Okay. And then as she's standing there staring at the melted remains in sort of uh, regret, that's when she kind of sees the sparkle of the, or the shape of the lump that they left there a million years ago in the ashes. Yeah, of. there's a there's a doodad. <laughs> yeah. A, a MacGuffin. I think it should be an ancient tablet from from the, the civilization from before. Dawn civilization. Hmm. So pre 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 humanity humanity like a it's different like a, a different model of a Milo. I was just thinking like a kind of like a magic stone tablet of some kind. Oh, like oh, oh so no, when you say a stone tablet, so not like a uh, oh a yeah device. different different tablet <laughs> not like a little monolith thing. Yeah, it's uh, an artifact. Yeah, an artifact, but it's been it's. It, Don took it with her. It was. It, it would have been one of Don's keeps. One of the things she managed to take with her. Maybe even one of her childhood art projects. We kind of discussed. Oh, she liked I get what you're saying. Stuff. Yeah, she she liked painting things as a child. From before she was pushed through to the outside. Yeah, I think maybe it would have been one of the the few things she managed to take with her, and it would. It's uh, got some outsidiness in it. Not to mention, it's been in contact with Dawn for a long time, so it's, you know, it's magic. Mm-hmm. And it was a gift to uh, Jackie, also magic. And now it's it's not a monkey's paw, but it's a source of power, especially if it happens to be able to help her locate a nearby elevator. Mm. Is some of the magic in it memories? So it holds, it's a, it's a, it's a... It's a navigation, it's a, oh. it's a navigation device that navigates by instilled memory. Yeah, because we we agreed that the monkey paw that she's looking for in hell happens to be in one of the remnants from that civilization that she was a part of. Yeah. She got a vision of all the monkey paws as soon as she touched the first one. So she she got to see the surroundings that it was in. Right. And this thing up, unlocks a bunch of memories of the same place. Okay, I like that. So she realized it's a fast travel token. <laughs> Tec- I mean, technically, what we're calling it. Yeah, kind of. It's a zone unlocking device. Hey, you found the thing. Now you can open all these quests. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It now it unlocks her mind to the possibility that in fact it's it's not all gone. No, I like that. So so wherever that paw is, like the the architecture, the the overall, it was a little bit scuffed up broken and dirty but it was definitely that place so we get we get kind of like a flicker in her mind where she sees both of them kind of overlaid onto each other and then now she's drawn in that direction then the, there's a elevator nearby it's probably like a, a boulder <laughs> cue rusted root she's on her <laughs> way to the elevator yeah exactly yeah that'll that's when she kind of she clues in her uh tantrum is over after yet yeah, now she's not mournful she doesn't even look at the tree she just goes and then yeah we get the music sting as she's she's got a, a goal on my yeah how that's the how that we sorted they're all over the yes uh it could be as simple as a, a boulder they're just all over the place Oh, is this going to be a big culture shock thing? She hasn't been in hell. Has she ever been in hell? You said it's all no, new to her. No, she's she's it, hell is new to her. The yeah. fact that the fact that the remnants of her civilization make right, up a part of yeah. hell's architecture, that's going to be a shocker. Right, that's sort of heartbreaking. Yeah. 
Okay, cool. Okay. It still exists, but like this. I don't think she'll have any difficulty operating a elevator. But is it so is hell all sort of like a uh a neon hellscape of like girls 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 live 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 type packed mean, um uh like like Beetlejuice's little place? I'm trying to remember what that is like. First first place on the on the street was a cat house. It was a it Well was then a I guess so yeah. Girls girls girls. <laughs> yeah, that's just the that's the old that's uh the old fashioned it's sin. Yeah, this is where sin is. I think there will be some of that for sure, but I also like the idea that it's full of like lawyers and bureaucracy oh, and right, endless lines and queues. Yeah, we I forgot that we have already done some of the developing of what hell is like. There's lots of room for sin, but I'll bet you there's a line outside the brothel and you need to hand in a requisition form in triplicate in order <laughs> to get in. <laughs> so, I mean, everything sin is there, but it's it's hell to get in. But I don't think she'll have any difficulty operating the elevator and, and getting down the chute. And I think that might be because would it be interesting if the elevators are actually based on that that pre-civilization's technology so she just kind of understands how to use it? Hmm. Does she understand how to use it or does it know how to operate as soon as she like is near it? Is it semi-intelligent technology? Oh, it recognizes her as a user. Yeah. Interesting. And so it just starts working and that is faintly familiar to her but just barely. I guess it's true. She was only seven. Yeah. So any whatever memories there are, it, she's um, it's almost like she just kind of intrinsically knows. Oh, that is that is going to be the one thing that's going to cause her probably a lot of anxiety or frustration or whatever. Is somebody tries to speak to her in the old tongue and she she does not know how to speak it anymore. Oh, the elevator is going to try. Mm hmm. Welcome. You know, it, it's going to say it in. Metal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to speak in Tolkien-esque Elven or something. Yeah. Or, or Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and she will not understand because, uh, well, she wasn't exactly super great at the language when she stopped speaking it. No. Or rather stopped being exposed to people who speak it. I have no idea how she managed to make herself understood to the outsiders, but they probably all have like a universal translator thing going on. But yeah, it, uh, she doesn't get it. She's confused. And and I think the machine can clear its throat and try again in English. I'm sorry, I had you confused for, uh, 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 I don't know, an Enochian. An originator. I don't know. I like that. The first. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because you know how like most languages refer to themselves as just the people? Yeah, they, they do. They really are just us. That, yeah. That's us. And what's this world called? The world. Yeah. <laughs> we are the people and this is our people planet. Terra. That's what we call dirt. This is the ball of the dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Terraforma. Yeah. I think, the, yeah, we are the people. We're us. That's just what we call ourselves, us. I, I had, uh, yeah, I made you for one of us. One of the first. Oh, it'll be an artificial intelligence. Yeah, not dissimilar from Milo. Oh, will it have Milo's voice and therefore she'll go Milo? Interesting. I like that. And and uh, there we don't have to uh, consider this a disconnect from when we had other characters going down a elevator. 
because the elevator did not detect that they were the first. Right, exactly. So those systems don't activate. But but Don gets a special curated friendship ride. Yeah, speaks in Milo's voice. Why not? We already kind of agreed that Milo is just one model of many Milos. Right. So there was a bunch of them. They all had the same voice. They were all the same guy. Why not use Milo for everything? So, so when she refers to it as Milo, would it correct her and say, no, I am model number, model number? Say, oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I like that. Uh, negative, you know. But you may call me blah, 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 X, Y, Z. The last Milo model was commissioned in the year minus. <laughs> <laughs> in in the age of something, something before mm. before they even counted years. Back when back when uh, time was determined by significant events rather than yearly milestones. Milestones. Cute. So that would have um, been that would have been the age. The age of something. I guess it was just the first age. They only had one. Mylander. Interesting. <laughs> All right. But, uh, uh, yeah, we're we're we're, she's going we're spending a little bit too much time in the elevator. It needs to go be going down. Right. She gets down. But she's I guess she's left a little bit despondent by that little moment of hope. Yeah. In fact, this is probably kind of like a disturbing series of events, like picking up that that tablet and having the memory jolt. Right. Realizing that that piece of her civilization still exists, walking into technology that's like vaguely familiar, like ancient familiar, and it recognizes her and it speaks in a familiar voice. Oh, is it all going to uh, compound and she's going to have like a little breakdown and then somebody can come and kind of be the what's going on here? This kind of behavior is unacceptable in hell. (laughs) This is very disorderly. Contain yourself. Yeah, Yeah. I object. She's also going to find out that her her mojo isn't very powerful in hell either. Oh, does she try to respond to the uh, protests? Yeah, emotional, emotional response. That's that's the first order of her magic. But I think I think she's going to be in a hurry to get out of the elevator. So once it comes to a stop, it starts playing. It's uh, we have now arrived, blah, blah, blah. It's something like it doesn't get to finish its exit message before she's out the door and like hyperventilating. Mm. And that's that's when she gets to look around and see like a vista of sin. Girls, 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 live shows, bank. (laughs) 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 <laughs> yeah bank church divorce oh yeah of course divorce court yeah oh there there Make are probably own. more courts than there are any other kind of structure or institutions so there's like a divorce court there will be a small claims court there will be a slightly bigger claims court they break it yeah. all the way up small claims medium claims big claims <laughs> like slightly they're slightly proportionally larger buildings than each other <laughs> oh yeah uh, the built as if they're looking down on each other. Yeah. <laughs> Much more impressive claims court. <laughs> yeah, like that. <laughs> Insecure claims court. Fal- false claims court. Oh, I like that. False. There's a there's an opportunity to kind of shift between them, and they keep changing their signs to one up each other. <laughs> yeah. Like churches. Yeah. I just completed cleaning out my uh, scroll wheel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's an adventure. Mm, last time I tried to do that, I, that is. last time I tried to do that, I I broke it out. It, I broke mm. it. Whatever was holding it in there, it broke, and it it didn't fall out. It fell in. 
<laughs> what, what? You, you have a prolapsed middle click button <laughs> i did i got a new mouse after that happened i i ordered a newer better model of the same mouse because i really like it i'm thinking about new mouse soon i've got a pretty old mouse yeah it, it gave uh, me a good uh shit seven years yeah i'm thinking i'm, I'm close to about 10 yeah, before it crapped out on me, I say anything more than five is pretty good for a piece of electronics. Yeah. Okay. We are in hell. Yes, Don is Don hyperventilating. Is in fact, uh, the, the stress is actually becoming more intense as she looks around and sees this, this vista because she kind of expected to come down here and see a familiar civilization. She thinks she's coming down here to see what's left of the world she knew. So you have a thing here about an escort guide, and I'm thinking that just uh, trope, trope, uh, trope additionally, <laughs> man, new words, trope additionally, um, when somebody is hyperventilating like this, uh, breaking down in a new spot, uh, some empathetic character will come along, or sympathetic character, I should say, and be like, what's going on here? And take them into their wing, like, let's get you to safety kind of thing. Is that yes. what we're doing here? Uh, I a think matronly we can... character? Something like that. If we can subvert it while still having it effectively perform that service of kind of moving this character out of here and progressing the plot. But since this is hell and everything has to be kind of in a hellish fashion, uh, somebody will surely come by because this is an emotional outburst. And hey, hey, oh, oh, this is a good opportunity for our uh, our kind of un unwelcome lawyers that live on the outskirts. <laughs> Well, oh, that's hey, interesting. Hey, keep it down. You don't want to draw their attention. Oh, okay. I have. I, we can come back to them, but I did have a brief idea that I want to float past you. Yeah. Is that because it's hell and she is having this like emotionally distraught thing, um, people in hell find emotional distress uh, entertaining. And so people start assuming that she's uh, bar, uh, what's a busker. And oh. so they start, they start like cheering and like oh, tossing her coins. Yeah. And I then like, that, like that's, that. that's when the authorities come along and go, hey, 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 no, no busking without a permit. And that's <laughs> that's when the lawyers can either be like, hey, psst, you're drawing too much attention or they can or that. Yeah, you know, I like that a lot. You're you're right. This is hell. They might actually be almost like the psychic vampires from Dirk Gently, where they start sucking up her, her emotional <laughs> yeah. distress. Like they feed on it, but they're also super entertained. And I love the idea. Uh, was she carrying anything that she could have like dropped on the ground that they could now be throwing coins in? Maybe oh. they just throw them on the ground. But I, I do like the idea that they start tossing or change like somebody claps, another person <laughs> cheers. <laughs> She's just losing her mind. And then, yeah, cops are like, hey, hey, where's your buskin permit? <laughs> You got a license for that permit, and then our uh, our shabby lawyers can can swing by and and be like, hey, "It's all right, nothing to see here. She's with us." And then they just scramble out of there. You trying to get yourself locked up? What are you trying to do, lady? These guys must regularly help out of towners, but they they're gonna take her back to their uh, their fireside camp, the same one that uh, that Ken and Ted were at. I why like not? Maybe they've added a couple of things to their campsite. It's like in The Hobbit when they go to those, the frozen troll, what are they trolls? Were they ogres? I can't remember. Oh, the stone, the, the, the trolls stone. that turned to stone? 
Yeah, they are in the Lord of the Rings. They pass them. Just briefly, they pass them, and then they turn them into a story element in The Hobbit. I like shit like that, that we're going to be at the That the was in uh, one of the extended editions, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it was a scene that got removed in the theatrical release, which is criminal. Because yeah, I knew about them in The Hobbit, and I would have absolutely recognized them had we passed them by Yeah. when I first saw The Lord of the Rings as a kid. Shame. Shame. <laughs> Um, what did, so, what uh, happens at that? Is her escort guy going to be from that group of lawyers? I I think uh, one of them will be able to direct her to where she needs to go. Oh, she you needs mean, to go. You're looking to, for old Ben Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, kind kind of like that because she's she's down there. She's like, I need to go to this this place. She she can kind of describe it because let's let's say the architecture is distinct enough that you could describe it to somebody who's seen it and they'll know what you're talking about. I mean I I mean that I like that as a line of dialogue. I'm liking I'm trying to find a place but I can only describe it to you. Well, give us I'm, a go. I'm trying to find a big arch. It's it's you know, since I don't know what it looks like in my head, I'm having a hard time describing it. Do you mean the golden arches, MacGuffins? <laughs> I can... I was trying to work a McMuffin MacGuffin joke in earlier. And so I, I immediately thought about McDonald's when I said the arch as well. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I, I, I want to I don't want to pollute our, our perfect prehistory society with that kind of <laughs> stuff. That's that's, that's the kind of thing that exists in, in uh, contemporary hell. Right. But the, the place she's just yeah, the place she's describing is is uh, almost Lewis. it's probably almost like a cathedral or maybe maybe it's the big fountain that was in uh, center square not far from where she got pushed into a portal to the outside mm, right right so she can describe a large pavilion that has a, a fountain in the center and the fountain has an arch on top of it and that arch is in the shape of an angel because it- this was Sorry, uh, I was just going to say, is it is it that old thing where the place that she's describing is a place that like nobody goes anymore? Oh, my God, you're talking about it's in it's in a restricted oh. section that nobody's allowed to go with mm. without authority and an escort. So does that in being restricted? Is, is it like uh, it's guarded then? Yeah, it's um, I haven't yet decided if it's got like just like a, a toll booth. Although it would be funny to have like a mic in a toll booth. Oh, yeah, that is funny. Nope. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. That's after Walter killed him. This is where he ended up. Uh, yeah, so they're going to direct her at whatever you're looking for. That sounds like it's in the, the restricted quarter. The restricted quarter. Yeah, nobody goes there anymore. Haven't gone there since ever, I think. Nobody's allowed to go there without permission from the higher ups who are the higher ups yeah show me to these higher ups all of the lawyers kind of gulp in unison she probably she probably has like a a devilish look in her eyes when she does that something that uh, makes her look related to basil bub they look a little bit ashamed but they do they are like well we don't actually know who they are but where they are yeah they you might want to check over at the the abaddon building records level Oh, does that cause a little like glint in her eye of like not necessarily recognition, but recognition, but like something just like clicks where she's she just kind of shakes her head. She's like Abaddon. Oh, you know, it should have clicked to me that the name didn't come from nowhere. 
Where did it come from? I'll bet you it's a word she's heard before when she was a child. Oh. Because I'll bet you Basilbub named it after something significant to him. Maybe there was a family friend, or maybe Abaddon was a, like, mom's father or something. So, something or someone significant. So Don, Don recognizes at least Abaddon. That's, that's I'm, I'm very... I'm very clumsily attempting to turn a conversation of like, can you say daddy and mommy? And she says, Abaddon. <laughs> like I was trying to do a stupid <laughs> little kid can't say what it like in Rain Man. He can't say Raymond. I actually think that's really interesting that Abaddon winds up being Don's first word. Oh, I mean, Abby, it's got Don in it. Abby Don. Daddy's Don. Abby Don. Well, maybe she had a sister named Abby. Or maybe that's just her full name. <laughs> Abigail Dawn? Yeah. Interesting. Abigail Dawn, come here right now. And she goes, Abaddon Dawn. <laughs> oh, yeah, the way kids say stuff. Yeah. Abaddon. My name's Abaddon. And then mom and dad laugh. Yeah. <laughs> and they name their business after it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of like that. Yeah, I do too. And that seems like the now that we've kind of established that uh, Basilbub was actually a, a good dad, and he's been he's been heartsick over the whole thing for a long time. That seems like something he might actually do. He's the sentimental guy. Evil hates humans, but sentimental. Fascinating. So yes, uh, over at Abaddon Records level, Abaddon that'll that'll cause a click for sure. So do we hear a little like a little echo of a child's voice saying Abaddon like, yeah, I, in uh, her head? I think that's uh, she can either close her eyes or we can just like see into her eyes and she just hears. Yeah, a child's voice echoing in her mind. Yeah, She's like, show me. I like that. And then we can cut to because we don't have to show them walking or anything. We can cut that. This is this is the place. And uh, this is where we're, we're, we're leaving you, ma'am. We're not allowed in there. We're just lawyers. Don thinks she's boss bitch, so she'll walk in anyway. And if do you kind of end? Basil Bub has been demoted to records, so he's in there. Oh, right. Are we going to do that in this? Yes. We have time now. I was going to say, do we do that now? Or do we bookend the episode and leave her there and then go back to whatever Tucker and Todd in the... Um... Oh, interesting. This is episode five, so we do have room for that. If you'd like to go back to Tucker and Todd, I would be happy to. I think I would like to. Well, <laughs> would it be kind of funny if they've been on a whole adventure this time and now they're like the dragonborn, like they're off to like kill the Jarl or whatever? <laughs> oh, so they kept doing Skyrim stuff? Yeah, they did the whole <laughs> Skyrim main story quest while this was going on and they're like finishing it off. So we uh, we we kick back to them and, and Tucker's like slipping his sword back into its scabbard. And then he's uh, just finished swallowing a dragon's soul. He's like, ah, Todd's like, did we kill the right one? <laughs> and then and then you can camera can zoom out and there's a field of dead dragons. And he's like, I think he was in there somewhere. <laughs> one true. of them must have been the right one. Oh, and uh, one of them is like, wait a second. I got to clear all of the I'm trying. Let me try. How does that remember? The dragon bones were super heavy. Dragon oh, bones or dragon yeah. scales. I'm trying to. I'm trying to work that in. They were so heavy. Somewhere yeah. there's somebody. It's it, oh, it's it's Jay, and she's sworn to carry our burdens. Oh, <laughs> one second. I gotta clear my inventory. 
shove it all into Jay's hands. <laughs> I'm sworn to carry your burdens. Oh, she's like, uh, her name's Paige. Lydia? Lydia? As from Fallout 4, the news girl. Oh. You can make her carry all your stuff. Oh, I was thinking about Lydia, your first house, Carl. Oh, she's oh, oh. she is the one who is really snarky about carrying your burdens. <laughs> all the other ones are like, I am sworn. <laughs> I can't wait. Please hand over your burdens. Ready and willing, sir. Yeah, I, all of them but Lydia. Lydia and her dumb fat barrel of an ass that blocks every <laughs> hallway in that fucking game. Lydia, would you move? This is why I give her all my burdens, because she's always in my way. She doesn't back up. She just takes up all the space in every hallway. It's reciprocation. And the designers didn't think it would be important to make every hallway at least two Lydia's wide. Though that it would be funny if that is now a measurement within uh, <laughs> All hallways must be. <laughs> yeah, at least two <laughs> Lydia's wide. wide. I mean, Lydia sounds like an old like Latin measurement. It does. It's as it's as reasonable as a foot. The Lydian system. Ah, oh, this is fun now. <laughs> yes, we uh, we hand all of our stuff over to Jay. She's not very happy about it. Now her movement speed is very slow. Keep up. I'm sworn to carry your burdens. So uh, now that we've we've slain this entire field of dragons, where are we going? And I, I'm going to assume we're actually inside of our green room doing this. Oh, that's fine. So at any time when convenient, we can walk out and just walk back into the studio. But there's no reason. Roloff with us still. Why not? (laughs) He's and he's still repeating stuff and and generally being weird. NPC. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, There's no reason we can't continue our adventure. We don't have to leave it anytime soon. So uh, where would you like to go from here? Well, I was just trying to remember. So we were black bagged by. Taint. Yeah, black bag black bag by taint i wonder if the tests free. have given us any inspiration for games we could play the tests oh the all lab the testing is, all the lab testing yeah because it they it's not like they successfully hurt us or anything but we probably watched tucker get stretched into a, a long piece of languini and they both said cool you know stuff like that oh okay i like so i was just trying to work that out so we're in our green room we kill all the dragons Walk out of the green room over to the couch where Raloff is sitting or whatever. He's like crouched over, bent for battle. And we're like, okay, I think that's all of the dragons. Was that all of them? Or what are we supposed to do next? And then he, he mumbles some NPC nonsense. And that's when we're like, okay, we've been doing this for weeks. <laughs> <laughs> we've been doing this for we're... weeks, Raloff. <laughs> Where's the princess? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is that game. <laughs> What do you mean? There's always a princess or a queen. That's and when that's Todd. Like, that's okay. when Todd's gonna Team grab Ralph yeah. by the shirt collar. Where is she? <laughs> Where is she? Todd needs the mommy. What were they doing when they got black bagged the first time? Could they? They were. To they doing were. That? Oh, they were hanging out with Dad in the curiosity shop, uh, FaceTiming with Jay. They were. They were either playing around with some of the things in the shop, or otherwise looking at stuff and and opening up with dad because they, they were opening up the shop i think it was actually supposed to be the grand opening should we go to dad's shop from there then like apologize for missing the grand opening well i mean dad got tased stuff got broke and we got abducted oh. i have a feeling that uh it's closed right now and everybody's not gonna go back there because i'll bet you taint's casing the joint 
Is that is is that we could do that actually? Then we go we we head over to be like we gotta go find dad. We head over to the shop. It's surrounded by like we're doing oh. like the the the. Has has he disappeared since he helped us escape? Maybe he stayed behind. He stayed behind to cover our escape with the monkey. He didn't actually abandon the monkey. Oh. So now now we are looking for dad. Now we actually have a quest. Okay, so we're going to we're heading to Taint to break him out. I we went to we're gonna go to the curiosity shop because we're looking for him. Okay, okay. That's where that's where we know he would normally be. Yeah, and I was thinking that this this is how we could end off on like we're we're spying through binoculars or something like that uh, from a distance, and we see that uh, the the shop is surrounded by. Well, would we be that savvy, or would we accidentally walk into a trap? We have Jay with us, and she oh, okay. is that savvy. Tucker and Todd probably are about to walk right on in, and and uh, she's got she got the long cane, you know, the one they used to pull people off <laughs> yeah. of the stage when they've overstayed their welcome. She pulls them back in with the slide whistle sound, and hey, what's that for? Hand us some binoculars. Look, see that? They're very stealthily casing the joint, and then we can zoom in, and they are absolutely not stealthily casing the joint. They're just like standing out there in full uniforms and everything. Um, she says something about their case in the joint. Come with me to the car. Todd says something about, ooh, time for a stakeout. And then, like, clock wipe to upset Tucker with a bib around his neck going like, I thought you said there was going to be steak. <laughs> he would, too. He's got a bib. What do you mean there's no steak? <laughs> we'll get we'll get something to eat after this. All right. I want steak in. You better promise. Oh. Um. This is an opportunity for her to call on Ken and Ted. We need another favor, Ken and Ted. Our list of favors that we can call on is getting shorter by the day, but we need another one. We need to know what happened to Dad. And do they give us that update over the phone? I'm trying to figure out how we... Uh, I think... I think... Fade to black on this. I think the binoculars are, are watching these guys. Dad's definitely not there. Jay is going to call Ken and Ted. They come by. It's their car we're going to have a stakeout in. Oh, okay, okay. So they're they're they they show up. They give us a little bit of a sit rep, and they're like, "We they actually haven't told us anything about this. I don't think they trust us very much anymore." <laughs> car the car just says, "Can't imagine why." Oh yeah, very sarcastically eye roll. Yeah, the the I'm car to... the car is developing a snarky personality because the car would prefer to be doing its job. It is a responsible car, but yes. lately I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to think of like what goofy. Uh, quote-unquote duty that they would be like they've for the past couple of weeks we've been on what like a made-up oh. duty that doesn't exist doo-doo detail <laughs> doo-doo detail <laughs> we've been on duty duty <laughs> i think that means that they they mop up whatever spills out of d dimensional vortexes when they open up and then you get oh. a really you get a really quick cutaway to like a a butthole in reality makes a fart noise and it dribbles some stuff before like winking out of existence. And they're like, oh, damn it. I just mopped over here. Oh, quick, quick. Ken over here. There's there's we need a bucket and a mop. <laughs> there's a whole lot of interdimensional goo because uh, whap. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> OK, so that that's actually a pretty good place to leave uh, the gang if you want to. They're Tucker and Todd and Jay are together with Ken and Ted. Dad's missing. That means they've got stuff to do, important stuff to do. 
But so do do can inside have a piece of information that can help point them in the direction of where they need to be going next? I I think so. So I think that should be the last piece of information shared then, and then they can kind of the like the last line can be like then that then we need to the, like lay out the plan and, and yeah. the plan. Yeah, one of those uh, generic action movie lines. Then we need to, you know, the kind of thing that Horatio would say before he takes off his sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one one of those lines, and that'll be the the best place to fade to black, especially if Tucker puts his sun sunglasses on. No, nobody knows where he got them, but it is nighttime, so it causes everything to go black. Oh, I like that. How can you see with those on? I can't. Black. Now is that is that a time for us to segue to records? Records in hell. How much do we want it as like a post credit sequence? It could be, yeah. It or could how, be. like how much is going to happen? This is the records. This is the place that Dawn was just stepping into. Yeah, or is that she. Uh, let's say she enters. Uh, which one of? Let's see, Brimstein or Fury? Which one of them was the human? <laughs> Uh, well, the, hu- the human one got demoted along with Basil Bub, so they're both down there. I think I think it, because we were saying that it was um, Guy Fieri, he was the human. Right, you're right. Brimstein is Brimstone. He's the an angel-based demon. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so Fieri, Guy, F- <laughs> Guy Fieri, is in the <laughs> records department of hell with Basil Bub, the devil. <laughs> <laughs> This is the Tucker and Todd show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is probably an opportunity for Fieri to be caught mid-sentence Flavortown reference <laughs> before Dawn clears her throat and both guys look over. I don't know if Bub will immediately recognize Dawn and I don't know if Dawn will immediately recognize Bub. They'll probably... Is he doing it and that's why they call it Flavortown? Oh, I like that because <laughs> <laughs> we love that, and that's why <laughs> that's why they call it Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah, I know you told me this one. Well, it's boring down here in records. You only know one story. Oh, I like, and we could actually, and that's why they decided to change the population or not the pop- the capital of um, whatever whatever country from whatever city to from from New Amsterdam to Flavor Town. From Flavor down to hometown. <laughs> oh yeah, interesting. It was a big, it was a big scandal. Anyway, that's why I oh, went to hell. I like that's that. why I've been dead <laughs> to hell. <laughs> anyway, you know what happened after that, so I got damned to hell. And that's when Dawn does her ahem. <clears throat> and they both look over. There's a there's a click between Basil Bub and Dawn. I don't. They've been apart for a long time. They probably look a, quite a bit different than either would remember i mean naturally dawn does she's a grown woman now yeah i feel like usually with this trope the father always knows his daughter and instantly recognizes her and i think i don't want to do that especially because i think uh an immediate kind of weird connection or at least like a a glimmer really familiar yeah but not like but not like Don, <laughs> especially because basil bub has been in records for a few weeks now and he's probably looking kind of like house you know mm, true hasn't shaved in a, in a few weeks he's getting kind of scruffy yeah his hair's a bit of a mess he doesn't trim his nose hair etc he doesn't wear a tie so he he even if he was pristine she probably wouldn't recognize him exactly as he is because he 
I don't know if he ages, but he matures. Sure. He's got more scars than he did before. Maybe stress lines. Being the devil is a tough job. But now now he's definitely looking like a records hobo. I don't know if I'm supposed to use that word anymore. <laughs> I don't know. A transient. He, oh, what's the other one? A vagrant? <laughs> yes. He is He is looking like a, a vagrant miscreant of some kind. He looks like he has a lot in common with the lawyers that Don was just hanging out with. Yeah. So, and maybe yeah, she might um, even think that he's one of them. Uh, another lawyer. Are you one of those lawyers? He points to Fiery. He goes, actually, this one's the lawyer. Ah, uh, I like that. I was just talking to your friends out there, the lawyers. Yeah, that one's the lawyer. And Fury puffs up his chest. I represented Flavortown. With his, yeah, with his flaming shirt on. He can do a head tilt that causes his sunglasses <laughs> down from his forehead onto his oh, eyes. Oh, yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Fury, formerly of uh, Fury and Brimstein. He, he made, he, yeah, when the glasses come down, he does like a little kaching or a whoopish or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> he smiles and he's got the audible shine in the teeth. <laughs> which make which sets him even further apart from the the grizzled kind of out of sorts Basilbub, who has no idea why Fieri continues to like work really hard on his appearance down here in records where nobody will ever see them again. Buried. Oh, we also kind of decided that everybody else in records hates them. Because everybody who's been demoted to records was demoted there by Basilbub. Right. So it's kind yeah. of like the warden is now in prison. Yeah. So I'm going to assume that Don's going to ask, where's everybody else? Because like zoom out and show that the records department is actually massive and it's just got two guys in it. And Fieri can either Fieri or Basilbub, more likely Fieri will point out that everybody else went out for a pizza party and didn't invite us. <laughs> And then give Basilbub like a little elbow. Okay, well, you guys don't look busy. Uh, I need to get into the restriction restricted area. Ugh, why? Nobody goes there. I left something there. I'm not 100% sure how she'll convince them, but I think it'll be the 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 familiarity that convinces Basilbub to, all right, well, I, I bet you my past still works. I already forgot. What was she looking for there? <laughs> monkey paw. The monkey paw. And he wouldn't know about that. No, he doesn't know what she's looking for. She doesn't say. She just says she left something there and it's really important to me. Please, mister, can you help me? And Basil Bob, ordinary, he ordinarily wouldn't. He, I think this actually might be a funny opportunity to have a devil and an angel on his shoulders moment. Hmm. Uh, him and uh, him. Yeah, but I think they're both devils because he's the devil. Yeah. She seems nice. Why don't uh, this place sucks? Why don't you go do the favor? It, it's got to be more interesting than listening to Fieri's story about flavor time for the 666th time <laughs> this afternoon. And then the other devil on his shoulders, like he's got a point. We got to get out of here. Or we're going to go crazy. And then Don is staring at him as he looks at each of his shoulders. There's nobody on them. He looks from he's, one shoulder he's to the other. He's looking from shoulder to shoulder, yeah. Yeah, what looking you from one shoulder to the other. <laughs> <laughs> kind of murmuring quietly. He's already losing his mind. <laughs> Don is starting to look less and less confident in him. <laughs> he's like, all right, I'll take you. I'm sure my pass still works. Do they have a car? Do they take a car? Do they just walk? I'll bet you traffic in hell is terrible. Yeah, I was trying to think if it was, yeah, some sort of like... Oh, 
I think I think we can actually make a little bit of a joke of that. They he agrees to take her. He's like, I hope you don't mind taking my car. She's like, that's fine. It's that's whatever. So they get in the car. They go driving for like all of 10 whole seconds before getting stuck in traffic, putting it in park, turn it off and then getting out. Oh, and like, yeah. Nobody drives in hell. The traffic's off. The traffic is hell. Yeah. OK. Yeah. And, and then you can zoom out and it shows like everybody else. Just the highway is just a parking lot. Yeah, I like everybody that, drives in, finds a spot, parks. Yeah, gets out. That's we drove as far as we could. Nobody drives here. The parking is hell, or the the traffic is hell. Yeah, like yeah, that. traffic is hell. So then they get out and then they walk, and then just immediate scene cut to our. We've got a we've got a a big some kind of a sign indicating a restricted section. Maybe we've got like a thematic sort of threshold where there's like nicely paved road. And fairly well maintained, you know, buildings and stuff. And then it's just like immediately like a, a line. And on the other like side Mexico of that State. line, yeah. And on the other side of that line, stuff is not so good. And it's uh, there are signs like condemned. And and you, if if you even look at it, a swarm of bats flies around and screeches. Turn back. Yeah. And then they walk up to the where there's a little booth on the threshold, and even half of the booth is 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 weathered and and grimy and there's 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 mike urban trout checking passes nobody is coming by though nobody's going this way except for these two he's eating his sandwich and he makes them wait he eats his entire sandwich make an eye contact with them basil bub and kurt tries to encourage him to roll down the window or or slide it open and he's just eating his sandwich point to the sandwich it's not finished one of them starts talking. He gives them the eyes closed, slow head shake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, all the mic maneuvers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he pulls the blinds down and it just says on break <laughs> on the blinds. <laughs> A moment later, he opens them back up. Sandwich is gone. Slides open the window. Yeah. <laughs> he hands over the pass. We're, we're, we'd like to just, just pass him through. Checks the pass. But it, it rings. It rings through. It, Mike doesn't give him any further trouble. We're not going to make Mike chase anybody in here. Nah. So so it's approved. And he's like, eh, fine. And he hands it back. It's now got a big hole through it. Thanks, Mike. Whatever. I'm only going to tell you one thing. Stay <laughs> away from my granddaughter. I like that. <sighs> um. <laughs> and, and and yeah, they uh, they enter this. Spooky, spooky town, the haunted remnants. Spooky of, town. Yeah, the haunted remnants of civilization long, long dead. And, you know, kind of like walk into an ominous fog and that's them gone. Ooh, that's the end. Yeah. Cliffhanger on the fog. Yeah, they like walk into the fog and leave like people shaped holes in it that slowly fills back. Yeah. In. Maybe it makes kind of like a, a a gooey noise, like the fog is just like almost as thick as tar. It reminds me of a Scooby Doo thing. Shady yeah. says something about the fog is as thick as pea soup, and then Scooby cuts a cylinder of the fog out <laughs> of the fog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, that's the kind of wavelength I'm thinking about. Yeah, and, and yeah, and then they go in, and then I guess if we want a final word, it should probably come from Mike. Oh interesting we had a good thing going 
<laughs> something, like that. <laughs> something mournful about how yeah. things went down with Walter. We had a good thing going. Oh, Gus shows up. Shift change. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> Gus works the booth. Obviously, Gus went to hell. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, he's got the half a head and everything. Oh, yeah. Shows up at Gus's tie. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you can see the movements in your head. Yeah. I like I like that. He's the only guy who's got a visible wound in all of hell for some reason. Whatever. See, he thinks he's a business hotshot, but in hell, you're just a human. Yeah. That's why Fieri's down in uh, in records. And now he's by himself. Nobody's there to listen to his story. Maybe 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 that's another place for a final <laughs> word at some point. A post credit. He's just telling the story to himself. I'm trying to think of what he would be doing. I was trying to think. He's oh, got like a oh, a TV show that he's hosting. no. N- now, now he's sitting at the fire circle with all the lawyers telling them his story oh. about Fuller Town. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> the man knows how to command a crowd. <laughs> oh, but he's also like cooking barbecue over their fire. Oh yeah, for sure. Because yeah, maybe the flames on his shirt should be animated. Why not? Why not? All right, uh, all right, guys. Now I'm gonna take you. <laughs> head tilt, sunglasses fall down over his eyes to Flavor Town. <laughs> the Jack dances for sure. <laughs> yeah. The flames they dance, they <laughs> ascend into the sunglasses, and now they're reflected there. And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and then that's uh, that's probably a good place to end it. <laughs> he, he, I, he's gonna become a major villain. I'm feeling like. That would be very funny if Fury ends up taking over hell. Oh, the fury of Fury. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> fury Road. Uh, <laughs> yeah, interesting. I, he's he's he worked his way all the way to the top and now he's at the bottom again. Fury Road is extremely interesting to me. You're on the Fury Road. <laughs> M- uh, Morton guy. <laughs> the fieri road i think i think you're right i think we've just created a future villain <laughs> a whole new thing yeah yeah that's okay uh, no shortage of future material nope it'll be great when we host him on our panel show oh hell yeah he'll have to tell his story ah, oh this again <laughs> flavor town again yeah oh and of course uh brimstein will be on the other team Oh, yeah, oh, they'll be their team captains if we're doing they'll, that. They'll oh, never we're... work together again. We will never work together again. <laughs> we're done professionally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, I think they were together for too brief a time. I think considering that we were a little bit out of practice, I think this was a pretty damn good episode. Yeah, some chuckles, some dead dragons. Yeah. Rayloff of Riverwood. We've got Flavor Town. We got Mike. Oh yeah, we got everybody. Yeah, I think this was this was pretty good. We uh, yeah, we got John and Jackie. That's all. Everything's all tied up nice. Yeah, everything is is uh, and and of course now we've added that uh, Dad's missing. Tucker and Todd and Jay are working with Ken and Ted to find him. Oh yeah, so, so they have a plot to follow. Yeah, they've got a quest path, and if they get Dad, that's gonna put them. You know, they're gonna cross taint again right and dad's got the monkey's paw which means they're gonna cross dawn right 
And Dawn's going to cross Jackie. So yeah, everybody is going to wind up in next. It's going to be like smoke and aces. Everybody's going to wind up at the same place. Yeah. Looking for the same thing. Perfect. Columbo's uh, sea can. Oh, is that interesting? I feel like that's a little interesting. That is a little interesting. And I think that might be where dad keeps some of his particular curiosities that he doesn't keep in the shop because i think we talked about how he rotates them in and out yeah that's an, if that, that might be interesting maybe we can do some jason Bourne stuff with him where like he he doesn't remember yeah, it's, the it's, colombo but he remembers yeah he's got uh he's got like memories of like safe houses and supply caches and then and yeah stuff i don't know how i know it but i i know it jason Bourne again he's programmed with all this stuff yeah Cool. All right, that'll 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 be the future. Yes, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. Um, thanks everyone for joining us in this episode of Snidefall. Thanks was... very much, and welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to both of us, to us and you, <laughs> but especially you. Yeah, I was one of your hosts. Uh, they call me Todd, and I've probably been Tucker, which makes you listeners the audience. Uh, thanks for hanging out. See you in the Thanks. next Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. Some Jason Bourne stuff with him, where like he he doesn't remember yeah, it's, the it's... Columbo, but he remembers. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got like memories of like safe houses and supply caches and then and yeah stuff. I don't know how I know it, but I I know it. Jason Bourne again. He's programmed with all this stuff. Yeah. Cool. All right. That'll 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 be the future. Yes, that'll do, pig. That'll do, pig. Um, thanks everyone for joining us in this episode of Snidefall. Thanks was... very much, and welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to both of us, to us and you, <laughs> but especially you. Yeah, I was one of your hosts. Uh, they call me Todd, and I've probably been Tucker, which makes you listeners the audience. Uh, thanks for hanging out. See you in the thanks. next. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye.